This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman, and joining me once again is Giannis Janais and Max Cohen. In this episode, we'll be analyzing the breaking news for Fulham, and that is that the club has signed Alfie Mawson from Swansea City. He is a center back, and Fulham have another new signing. We're going to talk about it, but before we do that, I have to welcome both of my co-hosts back to the show. Mr. Janais, what, 48 hours since the last time we talked? Oh, no, your wife's going to start talking about me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, isn't this? This is fantastic. And thank God we get to to chat today. Yes. Because last night, my wife subjected me to the MLS All-Star game. (laughs) And I have to... I didn't watch it. Oh, my God. What was going on there? It was was just bloody dire. Although... (laughs) Seventy odd thousand fans at Atlanta. What fantastic fans they have down there! But well, that's the good a, part to come out of it. Incredible. Guys. Yeah, that's but what a bloody boring game. It was. <laughs> it was so bloody boring. And I'm thinking. And then, of course, the the, the funniest bit. The, actually, the only cheer that I put up was Bradley Wright Phillips actually missing a penalty. I thought that was funny. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but it's great to be back. Another signing. Bad with you. Uh, back with you and Mad Max over the airwaves. Well, let's bring him on. Matt Max, I kind of like that too. How you doing, Max? I'm doing well. I'm, I mean, Fulham of the club that's gone mad right now. It seems another signing, another another big name, and the fact that, you know, this really there's no signs of this stopping is, is what makes me happy. There are more, just as one rumor stops and we sign a player, there are more rumors. We're going to get a new left back probably, maybe another midfielder. It's just getting better and better. And, and each time we get a new signing, I just – recalibrate my expectations you know first it was can we say up then there's can we maybe get top 10 listen i'm gonna say listen is top eight out of the question right now i don't know i just think <laughs> don't bring us <laughs> there yet but let me just say a signing like this is just another piece of the puzzle yes We're building quite a formidable jigsaw puzzle 
and the season starts in a week, we're excited. Absolutely. And, and listen, I said a big piece of the puzzle was uh, Alexander Mitrovic. Well, this isn't as big, I think, just in my opinion, but I think it's a very good size piece because I think they definitely needed to upgrade at the center back position. They And on the face of it, they've done that. You know, maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe he'll be just as big as Mitro. But regardless, it's a pretty significant signing. Let's just say it there. So let's talk about Alfie Moss and that foam got from Swansea City, center back. And I'm just going to read to you, Max, a quote from Moss, and then I'll get your thoughts on it. And then, Giannis, I'll go to you, and I'll read a quote from Tony Khan about Moss and get your thoughts. So let's start with what Alfie Mawson had to say to FulhamFC.com. It's on the website. Quote, I'm really happy to get this over the line and join Fulham. I'm excited by the project going on here and the football being played last season. Was lovely on the eye, but also effective. I can't wait to be a part of it and get going. I'm excited to be a part of this great club moving forward and to help achieve success in the Premier League. Those are quotes from Alfie Mawson, newest member of Fulham Football Club. Over to you, Max. Your thoughts on Mawson? Yeah, I think the quote you read out there is perfect, especially the part when he says the football was easy on the eye but also effective because I think that's almost the perfect uh, way to describe what Alfie Mawson is as a player. He's a no-nonsense, effective central defender, but on the other hand, he's a great passer of the ball great skills, um, and will really fit into the way Fulham plays. He's the 10th um, highest defender in terms of passes last season yep. with 1,744. And he's also had the 12th most touches of defenders in all of the Premier League last season. So this is a player who is also extremely um, effective at headed clearances, blocks, and other clearances, but also has that side of his game where he can pass well, is comfortable with the ball at his feet, which is exactly what Slavisa wants in a system. So from in my mind, it's a perfect signing. A 24-year-old young English central defender who's from the London area and can also pass the ball to the back. I couldn't think of anything right. any better. Well, I'm going to go back to you because what I've been watching and what I've been reading about him is basically a little bit what you just said. He sounds like to me, based on what we're all talking about and what I've been reading and what you just said, is that he's basically a complete center back because he does all the dirty work you mentioned but he can also play the ball out with his feet. Would that be a, a good way to look at it? Instead of just saying he has like a couple skill sets of a center back, he might have all of them. Yeah, he's very much the modern uh, center half in, in, today's, in today's world where you have to be able to be comfortable with the ball at his feet. And I think the biggest endorsement of his skills is the fact that Gareth Southgate called him up for friendlies in March for the England yeah. setup. And if he didn't get injured towards the end of the season with that knee surgery, I think he probably could have been in that conversation for the for the England squad. Maybe not necessarily getting in there, but I can see him very much in the mold of a Harry Maguire type of player um, in a couple of years. Definitely preferred ahead of someone like Chris Smalling, who maybe doesn't have the same uh, ball skills that Alfie Mawson does. So this is a very impressive right. player who, as I said uh, last podcast, I think he can definitely be in the England setup uh, in the following months and years. Right, and, and that speaks volumes. And one other thing I want to mention is that when I was just, looking for more material on Moss, and I, I came across this article, speculation linking him to Manchester United. I think it was either March or April, as uh, the end of the season, looking forward to this summer, that they were scouting him. And, and again, that just speaks volumes of the level of player that Moss must be. And I'm um, looking forward to seeing what he can bring to Fulham. And uh, I might be completely wrong. He might be as 
big of a signing as uh, Mitrovic. We'll, we'll have to see. And uh, he certainly has uh, impressive uh, qualities here, and that's why I'm looking forward to seeing him play. All right, Giannis, over to you. Before I do, I'm just going to read some quotes here from Tony Khan in the same article on FulmFC.com. Talks about Moss, and this is what Tony had to share. Quote, I'm pleased to announce that Fulham Football Club has signed Alfie Mawson. Alfie is an exciting young player with a strong future at a position of major importance to our club. Alfie is also very highly regarded by our scouting department and our data analysts, giving us great confidence in our back line as we prepare long-term for Premier League competition. It's only fitting that such a fine, homegrown talent like Alfie will flourish in the presence of the finest supporters in London at Craven Cottage for years to come. Come on, full. Okay, Giannis, over to you. I just want to just mention my thoughts about what Tony had this year. Something sticks out again. Apparently, Alfie has passed the data analyst review of him and also the scouting review of him. So both boxes are checked here once again, and that's always a good sign. So that endorsement is done. But I find it interesting also what the other things there that Tony Khan had to share. Your thoughts on the signing and also maybe what Tony thinks of uh, Alfie Moss in here. Well, I mean, he's, he's, he's young. He's got a lot of experience. He's hungry. He's, you know, on the verge of maybe making an England squad. He's come with rave reviews uh, from the Liberty Stadium. He's a local boy. Um, it's, a, it's a lovely pickup. It really is. And um, unfortunately, whether right or wrong, we were, we were victims of this ourselves when we got relegated. When relegated teams have the vultures knocking on the door. Yes. And um, teams, you know, whether it's newly promoted or teams in the Premier League that are impressed with some of the caliber players you got, even though you got relegated, and um, and that's what we've done with Swansea. We've we, we've swooped on a player that wants to play in the Premier League, and he's a good player too. And um, it just it it you know you'd like to think he's going to go straight into the lineup. Uh, I know you know as we were the three of us talking about before the, the you know the podcast about the need for the left back. But um, you know the centre back role is very very important, and now we've got a little bit a little bit of depth in now, which we needed. And of course, with only what eight 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 days till the transfer window is over, I'm sure there are going to be more more signings. But this is a very very big signing, and I'm sure I was like the rest of you two and the rest getting very nervous that his leg had fallen off as he entered into <laughs> Monster Park. You know, or he'd taken the he'd taken the wrong road and ended up at Griffin Park or something like that. Um, but luckily, uh, as he said, he got over the line, and that's uh, it's huge news for us. Okay, excellent, yeah. That's all right. Let's now talk about the business part of this, and uh, we're going off of speculation, Yanis. So I'll go back to you. Alfie has signed a four-year deal, so we'll start there. But reportedly. The transfer fee is anywhere between 15 million pounds to 20. I've seen different reports on that, so that's why I'm trying to give a little bit of a range there. But I've seen a few that have put down 15 million, so it's somewhere around there. What are your thoughts about if it's that amount for a young center back like that? Do you think this is good value for Fulham? I think we we might have actually, if you look at the current market um, in terms of transfer, and there have been, of course, some. But some crazy transfers. I, I keep thinking the Richard Leeson one to, to Everton from Watford, which just—it I know it's a different position, but it's—it makes no sense. Fifteen million for me is maybe three, four million less than it could have been, and I keep thinking. But part of that might be um, that we negotiate something with Swansea in terms of uh, the you know resale value in terms of right. an add-on. Uh, Fifteen million is very good. 
Um, and uh, I, the big thing for me is he comes in with Premier League experience. And that's, uh, it's a premium as well for an English player to pay that little look. I mean, Leicester paid, what, 21, 22 million for James Madison? Yep. Uh, again, different position. But um, you really do need to be strong at the back um, in what is a obviously a very tough league. And he's battle-hardened with his in terms of his experiences at Liberty Stadium. So he's been through. And I think that's uh, – that was I assume that was part of the, the analytics system that uh, got this through too. So very pleasing. 15 million is a good it's – a, it's a good price. A couple of years ago, you might have said it was extortion. But it's, it, in terms of the market right now, I think it's a very good price. Okay, Max, over to you. I want to get your thoughts on the business side of this deal. It's a four-year deal, and like we were already talking about, it's somewhere between 15 million pounds and 20 million pounds. Do you think this is value for full? I think it's great value. In today's market, 15 million pounds is a steal, considering he's an Englishman, always going to be inflated, considering he's young, only 24 years old, and considering he's a center back in a position we have high need for. I think 15 million pounds is a very fair price. And when I was really evaluating this transfer, the thing I compared it to was West Ham's signing of Issa Diop, yep. the French under-21 international center back from Toulouse, who they got earlier in the transfer window. And we were also linked with him. West Ham ended up paying £22 million for him, whereas we're going to get Mawson for around £7 million cheaper. And for me, we got the better player. We got the player who was battle-hardened in the Premier League. We got the player who I think has more experience, who we know is going to be dependable, who can be consistent, Whereas West Ham kind of took a gamble on a player that might have a higher potential, I think they overpaid. And we end up coming out of the situation, I think, the stronger club. And I like bringing up West Ham in these kind of situations because they've kind of appeared as one of our main transfer market adversaries, I think we'd say, this window. They've been yep. linked with a lot of players we've been linked with too. And, of course, they stole Fredericks off us. So <laughs> I just like to compare us to them because their fans, I think, are taking a bit of a bit heat when they see Fulham making these signings and they're kind of like, well, you know, why aren't people paying attention to our signings? Sure. In this instance, I think we have the better deal. And I don't think the West Ham project is going to turn out uh, like the Hammers think it will. I, think I don't think it is stuff. either, yeah. Max. In fact, uh, I told the boot room that uh, I didn't think so either. And uh, we had a nice little discussion on uh, that will actually be an article on the boot room. And uh, we were talking about West Ham. And uh, I – believe that West Ham could end up being like Everton last season. That was one of the things we were talking about, how Everton had all these signs and it didn't work out. But let me go back to you. Let's talk about a comparison here because there is some speculation, Max, that Wolves are interested in signing Chris Smalling. And uh, so I'm going to ask you this because Chris Smalling is a former Fulham player. And uh, which player do you think would be a better fit for Fulham? Would you have wanted Chris Smalling, or are you happy that we got Alfie Mawson instead? And then, Giannis, I'll go back to you. Yeah, Alfie Mawson, for sure, is the one I'd choose, considering he's younger. Um, and Chris Smalling, I think, would carry a much more inflated fee, considering we're buying him from United. You're going to want money for him, whereas we're, when we're buying from Swansea, we're in a better negotiating position, as they just got relegated. Um, and I think Smalling's an overrated player. He's not the defender people thought he might have been a couple of years ago. He was really kind of billed as the next face of England, and now he's kind of frozen out of the squad. Harry Maguire has shown himself to be a better player than Smalling, and at United, he's going to struggle to play this season. So I think I'd much rather have Alfie Moss, and, and I'm pretty sure Giannis is going to agree with me. <laughs> Giannis, over to you. I want to get your thoughts on this. 
And uh, what's interesting, we were talking off air that uh, Fulham did very nice business with the sale of Chris Smalling years ago. So I'm going to ask you the same question I just asked Max. Who would you rather have, Mawson or Chris Smalling? Well, my answer to um, Smalling would be no, no. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. Mawson, Mawson every and any day of the week. Um, I mean, Smalling's only 28, um, but for, but for me, we you know I, I think we I think we mugged Sir Alex. I think he was, I think he was uh, hitting a bout of senility or something when we sold him for 10 million, you know, whatever it was. It, it was uh, it was a bit of a laugher then, and um, I, I just you know I'd be curious to see how much he, if he's on the market, how much he would get sold for. Yeah. Um, but um, to me, he's always flattered to deceive. Max is absolutely right; he's he's overrated, and um, Marson for me. Is a better fit, and and I exactly. think and, and the For fit would fit. Yeah, and a, the word fit, I think, is is, is absolutely key. And um, I just uh, I don't think that, that as fans we'd be too overjoyed with the prospect of having Chris Smalling coming coming back, especially with the sort of price that they'd be asking when we could technically get a better defender who's younger, who's got more upside, and getting for ten million less. Okay, excellent there, Giannis. All right, let's now talk about something interesting here and uh, because I, I've been curious about this myself, and it deals with Alfie Mossum. Is he right-footed or is he left-footed? It's funny because if you go on transfer market, it says he's left-footed. I actually read some articles that said he was right-footed, and uh, I watched uh, several YouTube videos, and he looks right-footed to me, basically. That's the way it looks like to me, but it also looks like he can use his left as well. So what's interesting here, Giannis, and I'll go to you first, is that uh, I heard from our friend Jamie Reed, who does the foam commentary with Gentleman Jim, and he actually has seen Moss in play, and he actually sent you and I and a few other foam supporters this message. So I'm actually going to read this to you, and he gave me his uh, approval that I could read it, and then we could talk about it, because I was curious myself. I just wanted to make sure that we had good information on Moss and as we're talking about him. And this is what Jamie Reed had to say. I've seen a bit of him and would say he's a two-footed player, but leads with the right. He's a good ball-playing central defender who should enjoy playing the foam way. Okay, that was from Jamie Reed. So, Giannis, what are your thoughts? I mean, I, I actually like the fact that Jamie thinks that he can play well with both feet, but it seems like he's a right-footed central defender. And honestly, we, we have a couple of left-footed central defenders, so I think this is a Good news to talk about the fact that he's right-footed here. I, well, if Jamie says it's so, as far as I'm concerned, it is so. I think it's 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 good because uh, we're going to need to get that defensive balance right. I mean, I, I think I mentioned the other day that if you've seen videos of of Mawson's passing, yes, <laughs> it's a lot of fun to watch. He can, it is. He can, really, yeah, he can really knock a 30, 40, 50 yard ball with absolute glee. You know, on a on, on a on a sixpence. So that's something to look forward to, and it's going to strike the, the right balance with Tim Ream if if that's where if that's where Slava's going to go. Right. Um, and um, so it's it, it's good to it, I thank Jamie for that because that's um, it makes me a little bit more comfortable knowing that we, you know we'll have more of that balance. Right now, that's what um, I wanted to mention. Yeah, thank you for that. I mean, it, the only thing now will be in terms of who may play to the left. 
Um, Correct. Which I know that it's gonna, you know, it's, there are a couple of options now because again, yes. people seem to forget that Lamashand is a center back and also a left back. He can do both, so he might be an option. Again, I I want to stress this. I love Tim Ream, but there's competition there, and that's a good thing. That's actually a very good thing. Yep, I couldn't agree more. And I, I Lamashand has had some rave reviews. He's, he, he that he's playing well and very solid in the mold, the fuller mold as a, a passing defender, yep, which is great. Um, so I know that, I mean, I don't know, we'll just talk about the left-back target. I mean, there's we'll some, talk about that a little bit, yep. And, 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 not, and it does annoy me, I'll tell you later, why, I think you probably know why it annoys me. <laughs> I know why. Yes, Well, definitely there, my friend. Trust me. Oh, well, but, I mean, well, it, these, these are good problems to have, though. Yes, yes. And we will definitely talk about Mr. Ambition in a little bit. Max, over to you. I want to get your thoughts on this because I wanted to make sure that we're presenting the right information. And uh, yes, I've watched a bunch of YouTube videos. And when I watched them, a few more, I, I, I noticed that some of these long passes that Giannis is mentioning were with his right foot. Even though he was on the left, he was guiding it with his right foot. It was, uh, it was really with his, with his right. And I think that is key to mention because um, you want balance there. You want someone that is right-footed and someone that's left-footed. Obviously better to have the balance there. What, what are your thoughts about this? Yeah, this just goes to show that even the fact that there is some debate over what, what, uh, what, what foot he favors yeah. shows how, how technically advanced he is. You know, he, he is that new breed of center back where, you know, even that we're kind of guessing, oh, is he left-footed or right-footed? Yeah. Shows how comfortable he is with both feet, which is an asset. Well, you no can see what, that. You know, if you watch some of these videos, you'll, you'll see him with his left as well. Yeah, and, and that's good because I think – a big debate surrounding uh, the kind of preseason period has been, can Fulham necessarily play the same style of football they played in the championship in the top flight? And I think the kind of passing style we played in the championship can translate somewhat to the Premier League, but we are going to have to make some adjustments because the fact of the matter is we're not going to have as much of the ball as we did last season. Right. So I think Mawson is almost the perfect buy in that respect because he does have that ability to play it on the ground. He has a lot of touches on the ball and he can play out of the back. But when needed, and there will be times in the season when we do need to play more direct, he can do that almost as well, if not better. So he's very versatile. He can play with both feet and he suits the kind of style that we hope to play and the style that we might be forced to play as well. Right. All right, Max, Giannis and I were just talking about it. Let's get into it. He's going to be one of the two. Who's going to be the other? Do you think it's going to be Tim Ream? Do you think it potentially be Maxime Lamarchand? I want to keep mentioning him because I think fans forget that we have him. And Giannis already brought up, I, I was listening to the broadcast, there have been some very good reviews so far of Lamarchand. So let's just keep that in mind. So your thoughts on this because, again, this is just your opinion. I love Tim Ream. I like the fact that there's a competition. I think there's a competition now for that spot next to Moss. And I, I, I don't think... Game one, it, it might be there because I think Mawson might need a little bit of time. But I think eventually it's going to be Mawson and either Lamarchand or Tim Reen. So what are your thoughts about all this? Yeah, it's, it's a good point. Initially, I would just kind of off the bat favor Tim Reen. Of course. He, he was our player of the season last year. I mean, I know it sounds crazy player. to say that. But yeah, but, was, yeah, but yeah and, and I have had my doubts. I was not the biggest Tim Reen fan until, you know, he really turned around his play. I was – pretty disappointed with the way he played for Fulham for large parts of his career. And I didn't think he would be Premier League quality. But last season really showed me that he, I think he can play in the Premier League. 
Okay. But as you mentioned, competition is key. If we only right. had two center backs who I think could play in the Premier League, which would be Mawson and Reem, and there's no Le Marchand, or it's just Reem and Le Marchand, that we would be in a very bad position. So the fact that we have three quality center backs who I think all can make a strong claim for starting, that's a good position to be in. Because right. I, I think we can both agree that if we ha- were forced to have a Doi or Jallo, you know, as backups, that's not really the level that we need to be at, I think, to survive in the Premier League. Right, and uh, I tend to agree with that. And I'm a big fan of Dennis Adoy's. I just think that he would be exposed in the uh, Premier League, and I think he can be used in certain situations, maybe if back at fullback, but at center back in the Premier League, I, I have my doubts, and Jallo just isn't Premier League quality. Let's just be yeah. honest there. Giannis, over to you. I want to get your thoughts. We've already talked a little bit about this, and uh, I don't want people to think that I'm taking a, a shot at Tim Ream because I'm not. I, I actually really like Tim Ream, and he was our player of the season, and, and I love what he gave us in the championship, and I think that he could be a starting Premier League center back. I'm just bringing up Lamarchand because I think it's competition. I think this is an opportunity to make himself better. I'm talking about Ream going up against LaMarchand, and, and the, let's see who wins the battle. I mean, we're assuming it's going to be Tim Ream, but I'm just here to say that there's another center back there. So what are your thoughts about all this? Yeah, you do want – I mean, sentimentality in, in many ways have to go, has to go out the window. I know there's been a lot of um, social media um, pushback in terms of uh, uh, Fabry. Uh, his first couple of games and you know, bets has to go because he's earned his spot. Now, and I'm, we've got to be careful with that phrase, earned his spot. Reem was our player of the year last year. Right. But competition makes every player better or should it does. do. And um, I mean, I can't see, I don't see beyond Tim Reem and Alfie Mosson with, let's say, you know, the, for the Palace game, Maxime Machon could go slot into left back and we could see. You know, with our exhibition game this w- weekend, we could see that as, as part of that back forward, Christian right. right back. But you know what? That's, I mean, good teams always want to get better. And right. if players can come in that provide at the very least competition and possibly an upgrade, that's what you do. Right. And Reem's been around the, he's a, he's a US international, he's an experienced player. He knows these, 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 are, these pros all know. They know, they, they know new players come in, they'll challenge for their spots. And you want that sort of competition. So I don't think it's a bad thing by any no. means. I mean, I can't, I'd be stunned if Reem didn't start. Right. Um, I would see him, Marson will, will um, stay there. But you've got, let's not forget, you've got Le Marchand, you've also got Dennis Adoy. Right. So you've got, you, you know, you do have players in there that, 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 can, that can slot in. And the more competition, as far as I'm concerned, for the starting places, then the better. Okay, excellent there, Yannis. All right. To finish up, let's talk about who's next. Because Fulham aren't done yet. I, I'm convinced of that because there's too much talk out there of uh, different players being linked to Fulham. And uh, the position that has heavily been linked, even today, has been left back. And Fulham have tried and tried, Giannis, to get Matt Target back. And I don't know how many bids they've had rejected so far from Southampton. But they're trying to get Matt Target back. Let's be honest here. I'm being honest to you guys. I would love to have Matt Target back. But I also know that you can't have all your eggs in one basket. And I think that's why we're seeing all the speculation with all these different left backs. They have to do this because they can't count on the fact that this is going to get done. And, uh, but if you're asking me, I would love to get Target back. But even today, even a, a few hours ago, I saw speculation 
we can fall into uh, a young Real Madrid left back by the name of Theo Hernandez for a loan deal. Speculation, which is called what it is. And there, I saw some other players linked to form that were left backs as well. So there are players out there, it's obvious to me, that they're looking at, and they should be doing that. But I want that target back, so let's talk about it, Giannis. What are your thoughts about what's going on here? Uh, I know how you feel about what's going on at Southampton with the manager, Mark Hughes, and uh, I'm not a fan of Mr. Ambition at all. I ne- it left a very bad taste in my mouth, and uh, I don't know if that's what's going on here. I really don't know. But um, I would like to get Matt Target back, but they can't think that way. They have to look at other options as well. Would you agree, Giannis? Yeah, and I was actually mulling over this this morning, and I think that um, we know that Mr. Belend Hughes isn't going to let him, us have him <laughs> uh, below market price, and, and you know, we're looking at, I suppose, a, a, a price floor of 15 million. My feeling is that Tony Khan may be looking at the situation and going, you know what, bollocks. Um, I, I think that the t- we yeah, we wanted Mitro back and we knew why. It was a huge part of, of, of what we did last year. But you know what, players come and go. And I think that um, if you look at the feasibility and if there's the ability to get a better player than Target at the right pl- right price, he will do it. And I actually think it might be time to turn the page on this one. I just, I, I don't, I mean, you go, we've got three bids we put in now. It's obvious they'd right. rather sell them to some, 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 I don't know, Accrington Stanley than to us. It's, it's obvious what the end game is here. And unless he's going to put a transfer window, a transfer, um, you know, request him, and I don't believe he will, and he's a young player, he doesn't want to label himself, then I think we've got to look, the, I think we've got to look at alternatives. I wouldn't go so far as to say, I mean, the uh, Kieran Tierney's been thrown about, but I think yep. the 25 million is a lot of money, a lot of money for, a, uh, uh, for him. But I think they're all, they're, they will be, there will be alternatives out there that can do as good a job as Target and not be held, felt like we're being held to ransom. I'd actually be a cheeky bastard about it. I'd go up to, I'd go up to Southampton and put a bid in for Ryan Bertrand just to piss them off. <laughs> You know, just okay. If you're not going to give us target, we'll bid for Bertrand. Which one is it? See, that's why you always make my day. You always have a way to put a smile on my face. I love that. <laughs> well, Hughes, I understand Hughes's. I understand Hughes's reticence in terms of not wanting to lose a left back. I, don't get me wrong. And he did some very good things here. And, and he I, you know, he let's give him his due. He did though. Give me, we'll give him his due. But this is just horseshit, frankly. <laughs> I, I know what he's playing at. We all know what he's playing at. And if you really think that Matt Target, who couldn't get a game for Southampton, now is worth fifteen million, okay, well we're going to keep him then. That's fine. I, I feel bad for the lad, but the, you can't tell me there aren't left backs out there we can't get, and there are left backs out there we can get. To target everybody wants back, but not not don't rake us over the coals on this one. Don't don't um, hold us to ransom just because we want him A and B. You can't stand our club. Bugger off and sell him somewhere else then. We'll get someone else. And then when we play you twice this year, we'll, we'll, we'll kick your bottoms. <laughs> Always put a smile on my face. Giannis. You just have a knack of doing that. Max, over to you. Yeah, I mean, I was with Giannis. I was just frantically looking up when Fulham play Southampton this season. <laughs> and unfortunately, it's in February um, and, and sometime in the fall. So I was thinking, what if we play them in May? I, I wish we could send them down. 
with a victory. Yeah. <laughs> that would be great. That would just be the best, the best possible payback for oh, Mark Hughes. Because it, it really is just, I mean, I can see where he's coming from, sure, but it's, it's, it's despicable negotiating because he's not going to play. If he said, listen, Matt Target's my first choice left back. He's yep. ready to play first team football. Fine. He's in your plans. He's not in their plans, and they're, and they're charging an inflated fee for him. And not even from a Fulham point of view, that's just not fair to Matt Target as a player. Right. As a player, you want to play. And if you're not going to be getting game time at your parent club, at least let him leave, you know? So that's just not fair in terms of the player perspective. But, yeah, I mean, speaking of left backs you've been linked with, I mean, you mentioned Theo Hernandez, Kieran yep, Kearney. I saw that today. Another one today which really excited me was Yetro Willems. I saw uh, that too. That's left back because I've always been an admirer of his. And I remember at PSV a couple of seasons ago, he was really one of the brightest uh, left backs I think in all of Europe. He's a little bit older now, 24, right. but still – all of these names we've been linked with are very top quality. But this is good, Max. Yeah. And this is what Fulham should be doing if there's truth behind the speculation. They need to be looking at alternatives. And let me ask you, because uh, I want to finish up talking about left back in general. Do you feel confident if it's not Target, if, that it's going to be someone else, that they are hell-bent on bringing in someone at left back? We, we need to. I, I would almost put I'd almost 100% certainty we'll sign a, another left back. I agree with that. Because it's so necessary for Cessnion to play left wing. We need him in that front three. That is his best position. And I think everyone at Fulham recognizes in order to have him play there, we need someone to play at left back so he can be freed and do what he does best farther up the pitch. So that's just top of the line for me. Now that we've gotten our center back, I'd say ahead of defensive midfielder, left back is is the number one priority. Okay. Giannis, would you agree with that twofold, that left back is – if we're looking at what the needs are right now, that is the number one priority. And do you feel as confident as Max and myself that we're going to figure this out, that we will bring in a left back, whether it's Target or someone else? Absolutely. Uh, whether it's whether it's an acquis- um, whether it's a, a financial acquisition through transfer fee or loan signing, I don't well, see yeah. any. Yeah, we'll be. And don't forget, we do have Maxime Lemarchand in there, who has played as a left back. We can so do it. We can do it. So I don't. I, I'm. I'm. I mean, I'm disappointed and, you know, when when I knew that we were going to, you know, when he came here and he was playing well, I knew what was going to happen. Just, just you just know he's going to go back to Southampton and Mr. Positive is going to sit there. I'm not selling him to Fulham. There's no chance. I mean, just we, we knew the script. We could have written the script. It's like Young and the Restless. Ten years from now, we know what's going to happen. <laughs> so uh, it's just, uh, just so so boring, Mr. Q. So yeah. bloody boring. Yeah. So, um you know what? We'll find other targets. Excuse my pun, mind you. Maybe, <laughs> maybe he'll, um, maybe he'll see sense and uh, and uh, and sell him. But I, I still say we put in a, a bid for Ryan Bertrand just to annoy him. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I really do. Great stuff. Fantastic show, guys. It's funny. We are recording this Thursday afternoon here in Canada and in the U.S., and uh, we are just a week away. And something tells me. I'm going to be contacting the two of you before a week from today for some other signing. I just have a feeling that there is a signing or two more to come, and we might be doing this again. So I'm, I'm looking forward. I've enjoyed doing these breaking news shows. They've been great. You guys have been great. But let's wrap this up. For Jan Shanaeus and Max Cohen, I'm Russ Goldman. Thank you as always for listening to Cottage Talk. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. 
Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.